0: My name is Kate the Socialite, and you're listening to episode 87 of The Kate Show. Today, we're going to talk all about how the Enneagram can help you market your business. Now, I got to tell you guys something. I am an achiever, a reformer, and a thinker. How do I know this? Well, I've taken several different Enneagram tests or quizzes, whatever you want to call them and the results are consistent. If you don't know what the Enneagram is, you are in for some breaking news. The Enneagram can be traced back to ancient Syria and Egypt. It's a personality analysis based on a person's weak points or the areas they need to improve. Each of the nine personality types in the Enneagram have their own struggles. Anger, pride, and envy are a few of the key components. However, Don't let the negative origins of the Enneagram dissuade you. If you decide to take the Enneagram test, you're going to learn more about yourself, the areas you can improve and grow, the reasons for your little quirks and nuances, and it's a fascinating journey in self-discovery. It can even help you focus on what you're good at in business, why marketing is easy or not easy for you, and it will make it clear the areas in your business that you need to outsource. Now on a quick personal note, I had my husband take this test, finally, after talking about doing it for like a year, and I found out he and I are the exact same personality type, and we also have at least one of the same subtypes, so that was weird, because then, once you know what your spouse or even your business partner is on the Enneagram... You can Google how to be in a relationship with someone with the same Enneagram type and then you put in your type, you put in their type and the Enneagram Institute will actually tell you a lot about your relationship and let me just be honest here, it is scarily accurate. It will explain why you might have certain things that keep coming up in your relationship. Again, it could be a friendship, a partnership, a marriage and it will explain why the two of you are really good at such and such together it really helps to understand the nuances of a person and in fact if you have a team i suggest that you have everyone on your team take the enneagram because it will help you all learn to communicate at a much higher level and become more efficient as a whole all right guys we're going to dive into exactly how the Enneagram will help you with your marketing. But before we do that, I want to share the review of the week with you. This one comes from Jacqueline K. Jacqueline says, Kate's weekly marketing advice is low on the fluff and high on the actionable takeaways you can implement right away in your business. I learn something new with every episode and always leave feeling motivated to take action. Thanks for caring and sharing, Kate. Jacqueline, thank you. I appreciate it so much when you guys take time to leave me a review on iTunes. So to any of you listening, if this podcast has helped you in any way, would you take a second and leave me a review? Obviously, I'll take five stars, but you do whatever you think is best, and I will definitely read whatever review you post because those things matter to me. Unfortunately, in podcasting, it can be hard to nail down the exact analytics the exact data so when you write a review that is an easier way for me to know are you listening and do you like it and how can I serve you better all right guys let's dive into today's episode marketing your interior design or home staging business should be easy and relational My name is Kate the Socialite, and I believe in action, not just ideas. And I share strategies that have proven to work right here every week. If you're serious about growing your business in the home industry, you're in the right place. Welcome to The Kate Show. The Enneagram is like the avocado. It's been around forever, but it wasn't until recent years that people were like, oh wow, this thing exists. And then of course everyone got obsessed with it. I love avocado. I love the Enneagram. So you see where this is going. I want you guys to understand that... Your business success does not depend on the results of some sort of personality test, but you can use the information you find out about yourself in order to make your business and your marketing more effective, and that is the entire purpose of this episode. So before we dive into exactly how these things can improve your business marketing, Let's talk about the different types of personalities the Enneagram has laid out. There are nine of them. The reformer, the helper, the achiever, the individualist, the investigator, the loyalist, the enthusiast, the challenger, the peacemaker. Each of these types sound amazing, and they are, but they also come with their own set of pros and cons that you should know about. So let's go over them one by one. You might know right away which one you are, or you may wanna go take the Enneagram test. I will link a free Enneagram test in the show notes of this episode so that you can find out right away exactly what you are. All right, number one is the reformer. The reformer is both rational and idealistic. They have principles, they have purpose, they are perfectionists, and they have a lot of self-control. They want to be right. They want to improve everything, to be consistent, to justify themselves, to be above criticism so that no one can say anything bad about them. Is this you? If so, let's look at the basic things that you might be struggling with. If you are a reformer, a type 1 on the Enneagram, you likely have great instincts that you constantly ignore because you want to follow rationality and logic, and therefore you're constantly silencing yourself. Now, there can be pros to that, but in business there can also be a lot of cons because we do need to follow our gut instinct in a lot of gray areas in business and in marketing. On the awkward flip side, ones do tend to listen to their inner critic. So you might be a one if any of this describes you. If you go to the enneagraminstitute.com, by the way, you can read a full description of this. You can take the official Enneagram test or just go to the show notes and take a free one. I mean, I'm all about taking those free quizzes, especially when they are accurate. And the one I have in the show notes is definitely a tried and true one. And that is the type one, the reformer. So now let's talk about type two. Type two is the helper. They're caring, they're interpersonal, generous, people-pleasing, and maybe a little possessive. Their basic fear is that nobody wants them or that nobody loves them, which is really, really sad. Their main desire is to feel loved, which is totally human. And you might find that you have a little bit of two in you, a little bit of three, a little bit of nine. Everyone is so unique, and I love that the Enneagram really brings that out because there are almost endless combinations for what you might be, but each number that you receive as a result will give you more insight into who you are as a person. If you're a really healthy type, too, you're likely loving and helpful and generous, and people are just magnetized to you, and you really end up brightening someone's day very easily without even trying. You are the embodiment even of the good parent. Everyone wishes that they had a parent like you. So if you've heard anything like that, you might be a type 2. Now obviously there are some big struggles that type 2s have. Uh, They might be secretly angry or resentful, and they might try really hard to suppress those feelings. And In business, if you are constantly trying to suppress what you actually feel, it will still come out, whether you intend for it to or not. So if you're a type 2, just be aware that you're going to have these particular struggles. Type 3 is the achiever. And guys, this is my main type. And that means my basic fear is of being worthless. And I really just want to feel valuable and worthwhile. Isn't that weird? It's weird to read this about myself. I am afraid of being worthless. But a lot of us who are business owners are going to be type three. Type three is a natural entrepreneur, the natural business owner. People like us are oriented for success. Not that we are successful, but we're oriented for it. We adapt well, we're driven, and we're image conscious. And the whole image conscious thing is also what leads into we're so worried about what other people think of us we're worried they might think that we're worthless or we might feel worthless as a result of what we think they think can you guys see how this could get really messy really fast yeah so if you're a type 3 those are things that you need to be aware of type 4 is the individualist this person is sensitive and introspective expressive dramatic but they can be a little self-absorbed and temperamental as well. Again, very human things. Fours or individualists are really self-aware. They are emotionally honest and creative and personal. In fact, I bet there are a lot of interior designers who are fours just for that reason. Being emotionally honest and creative are huge pieces that go into a great interior design project. Not that other Enneagram types couldn't be interior designers, but can totally see why a four would make a good designer. On the flip side, fours also have a really basic fear that they don't have their own identity or personal significance. And I run into a lot of fours when I am consulting with people on their marketing especially if they have a lack of self-confidence. Now, it's not wrong to be a four. It's not wrong to be a three. It's not wrong to be any number. But if you know that you're a four and you know that you have a predisposition to being really unsure about who your identity is, you'll also know that you're gonna struggle in your marketing because marketing is all about building relationships off of an established identity, but how can you build those relationships if you don't have an established identity, or you feel like you don't have anything personally significant to offer the world? If you're a Type 4, watch out for this one. Type 5 is The Investigator, and it's named so well because the description really does sound like the typical Sherlock Holmes character, whom as we all know, is an investigator. So this type of person is very intense and perceptive. They're innovative, but they're also kind of eccentric and they like their isolation. If you're a type five, your biggest fear is likely being useless or feeling helpless or feeling incapable. And when I run into type fives, when I'm doing a marketing consultation or through the Socialite Vault membership, It's good to keep these things in mind. Like if someone has a predisposition to being fearful that they are helpless or they're not capable, it's going to be very hard for them to then pick up the reins and take charge of their marketing because their biggest fear is that they won't be able to. But their biggest desire really weighs like balances us out. They want to be capable and they want to be competent. So if you can find the confidence and courage in yourself, you can bring out your own capability and your own competence as a type five. Type six is the loyalist. This person is very engaging and responsible, but they do have some struggles with anxiety and they're very suspicious of just about everything. Their biggest fear is being without support or guidance and their biggest desire is is to have that security and that support. These people, the loyalists, are reliable and hardworking and trustworthy. They're really good at troubleshooting. They can see problems on the horizon. They can alleviate them before they even happen. But they can also be defensive, and they can run on anxiety and stress and just continue living that way and complaining about it without actually doing anything to alleviate that anxiety or stress. So again, pros and cons to every personality type. But if you are a type 6, remember that if you have anxiety, like I, I don't have enough support in my business or I need help, just know that you are capable and it's natural for you with your personality type to feel like you might need more support than other people think they do, okay? It's not something that you should feel bad about, but it's something that you should be aware of. Type seven is a crazy person. No, I'm just kidding. It's the enthusiast. These people are busy all the time, spontaneous and versatile, and they're scatterbrained. They love variety. Uh, the sevens or enthusiasts are extroverts. They're optimistic. They're just, like I said, they're crazy pants, but it's okay. Their biggest fear is of being deprived and of pain. I mean, honestly, who isn't afraid of pain? The m- thing they want most is to be satisfied and content and to have their needs fulfilled. Maybe that's why they like variety because they're always looking for the next thing. Now, if you're a type seven and you run a business, You might find yourself always looking for the next thing, whether it's the next big marketing tactic or tip, or the next best platform for your website, or maybe you're constantly changing your service offerings because you're just kind of scattered. There's nothing wrong with being a type seven as long as you understand where your predispositions are and how your weaknesses might show up in your business and in your marketing. Type eight is the challenger. This person is powerful and dominating, self-confident, decisive, willful, and even confrontational. I've worked with quite a few type 8s in my business, and they have so many good qualities. And I do think it's interesting to also look at the downsides of being an 8. So first, let's look at the positive. 8s are confident and strong. They can make decisions and run with them without regrets, which is awesome because if you can't make a decision in your business or if you need everyone else's opinion before making a decision, your business growth is going to be very, very slow. But if you're a type eight, you also have some other issues. You're afraid that other people are gonna try to control you. Therefore, if someone offers you advice, you might actually get defensive. So, it's important to recognize when you do need to listen to advice and understand that it's your personality getting in the way of your business growth and when you do actually need to protect your business. The last Enneagram personality type is number nine the peacemaker. This person is easygoing and receptive and very reassuring, like the ideal best friend. They're trusting and stable people. They're also creative and optimistic, uh, but the problem is they can be willing to do just about anything to keep the peace because their basic fear is losing people or losing opportunities or being separated from what they want. What they want most of all is to have that inner stability and that peace of mind. So if you are a nine, make sure that you aren't being bullied by your team or your subcontractors because I've seen this happen as well where it becomes a mix of a lack of self-confidence and a desire to just make sure nobody is mad at anybody else in your business that a type 9 business owner can actually fade into the background and let their employees or their subcontractors start steering the ship and that's Not a good thing. You are the captain and you need to remain the captain at all times. Does marketing your interior design, home staging, or workroom business give you anxiety? Guys, I get it. I used to hate marketing. That is, until I found a way to make it easy and simple. Now I share my secrets with all my members over at socialitevault.com. As a member, you get access to social media posts, captions, hashtag sets email newsletters, client welcome packets, branded magazines, and more, ensuring that you'll have a complete sales funnel for attracting new clients even when you're asleep or just too busy to even think about your marketing. Turn those hours you spend worrying about your marketing into hours spent working on new client projects. Your business deserves high-quality marketing, and you deserve to get your time back. There is no contract required for this service, so head over to socialitevault.com to get started. If you take the Enneagram, you're going to figure out what number you are, and there is so much power in that. You'll quickly learn why you might lose your patience with tough clients, why your work schedule feels and looks scattered, or why your projects totally make you OCD. If used correctly, the knowledge you learn about your personality type can be powerful. And like I said earlier, it can also be helpful to know the number of your spouse, your partner, your team members, because it will really help you guys communicate better. When you get your Enneagram results and you place them next to any other reputable or proven personality test like Myers-Briggs or DISC assessment, you're going to see an even more complete picture of who you are. Now, it's not an excuse for the areas that you lack or the things you're just not good at or the negative traits in your personality, but it is an explanation for them and it's an invitation to improve them. As business owners and entrepreneurs, we need to be constantly improving ourselves if we want to experience growth in our businesses. We should allow ourselves to feel good about the positive aspects of our personalities and be willing to work on the negative ones. Now, this is especially true for women because we tend to listen a little bit too closely to our inner critics, no matter what personality type we have, and we tend to forget that we have a lot of really great talents, gifts, and abilities that we were just naturally born with. For example, I thought for years that my daydreaming and crazy ideas made me nothing more than a red-haired space cadet. Like, I'm not even kidding guys, I did not feel very smart. I tend to see and experience both the emotional and the factual sides of any situation, whether it's personal or business, and I do viscerally feel the pain, the nervousness, the fear or the joy of other people in a situation. I feel that in my own body. Now this is why I cannot watch too much of the reality TV show, America's Got Talent, because the nervousness of the contestants absolutely and literally exhaust me. My body tenses up, I'm hiding behind a pillow, I am so nervous for them, and it's kind of hilarious, I suppose, but it's also good to know that there is a reason for that. I'm not just totally crazy. So if you guys are wondering, hmm, am I totally crazy? Is there a reason for why I am the way I am? A really good, scientifically proven personality test is going to help shed a lot of light on who you are and bring Bring to light the best parts about you that you were born with. As it turns out, I took a Myers-Briggs test as well as the Enneagram, and I found out something rather surprising. Myers-Briggs says that I am an INFJ. That means I have the rarest personality type in the world. Is that good? Is that bad? I don't know. But it's a completely different spin on my space cadet theory, and it brings to light a really important truth. Each of us have been gifted with certain natural abilities and modes of thought that were meant to make a difference in this world. And I know, I know that sounds cliche, but it would be naive to think that our personality types and talents were simply coincidences. They aren't. You were created for a specific purpose, you were equipped with the skill sets you needed from day one. It's just up to you to hone those skill sets and improve on your weak points so that you can be the best business owner. An entrepreneur and marketer for your own business that you can possibly be now I also want to be clear that we don't want to take personality tests just to hear good things about ourselves we need to understand what our weaknesses are just as I did when I went through each of the Enneagram personality types because we could accidentally be sabotaging our businesses especially when it comes to marketing because that's such a public facing thing So I wanna share with you some of my weaknesses and just be super transparent. So my weaknesses as a Myers-Briggs INFJ and as an Enneagram type three are these things. Number one, I might be overly sensitive or I might be completely callous. You never really know. Number two, I'm either doing things or thinking about things I could be doing and redoing, which is honestly quite exhausting. Number three, I'm more focused on my own thoughts, emotions, and perspectives, but I can take on the emotions of those without me, or around me, without knowing it, and that gets very confusing because if I'm sitting there watching America's Got Talent and I feel nervous, then I think, hmm, do I have anxiety about my business right now? Oh no, it's just because I'm watching America's Got Talent. So if you're a type three, keep that in mind, you can actually alleviate a lot of anxiety if you figure out. Where exactly you're being fed these emotions number four deep down I really do care what people think of me and my worst fear as you heard is being seen as worthless Oof! how is that for some vulnerability but I want you guys to know that I want you to know that I am NOT super confident Connie over here all the time because that would be a lie I am human You are human, and it's important that we recognize our humanity, that we recognize there are some areas where we might need help, where we need more support, where we need to improve. Number five, I'm a workaholic, and I'm currently working on not being a workaholic, and the irony of that is totally not lost on me, but these are the things that I struggle with as an INFJ and an Enneagram Type 3. And knowing these weak points has really helped me shed light on which areas of my business I need to outsource, including maybe even areas of marketing. And that doesn't mean that I am a marketing company who hires another marketing company, but it does mean that I bring in people on my team who can help me represent my brand in the best possible light and in turn help represent my client brands as well. I'm going to share with you how I figured all of this out so you can use it as an example to follow so that once you know your personality type, you can run with it and actually use the information that you're given. With my personality type and its weak points, the first thing I needed to outsource was customer service. Honestly, I am way too extreme and too focused on the next thing to slow down and say the right thing more than 40% of the time. And this is why I've hired multiple customer service specialists who are very sweet and patient and kind and not type threes. Okay, not type threes. You need to hire people who are different from you, right? The second thing that I've had to really focus on improving is project management and scheduling. Here's the deal. I forget things so quickly. It's scary. I have to write everything down or my brain will actually delete it. I use Asana as my project management tool for both my business and my personal life. And I also use it to map out any ideas that I have because I do have a lot of ideas, but they shouldn't all be pursued at once and some of them are quite honestly crap, and it's sometimes good to just have record of them so I can go back and delete them later or take action on them. The third thing I've had to focus on is setting boundaries. I have to set limits on how people can contact me and when they can, and I also have to be respectful of other people's boundaries before I text, email, or call them at all hours. And this is something that a lot of business owners struggle with, not just type threes like me. You need to make sure that you have healthy boundaries in your business so you can focus on getting your creative work done, your business administrative tasks done, and the team management done. You have to make sure that you're not always accessible, but that you are reasonably accessible so that you can provide good levels of customer service. And of course, that is also something that I outsource for all the reasons I've said. The fourth thing I've really had to focus on is keeping track of all the positive reviews I get. It's impossible for me to please everyone. It's impossible for my team to please everyone. But it is my responsibility to go back and read positive reviews of my brand or multiple brands, especially if I just went through something really tough. It's no one else's job to console me or you if you're a type three. And I actually stole this tip from marketing guru, Jenna Kutcher. She has her own podcast called The Gold Digger Podcast, and I highly recommend it. Um, She actually keeps a section of her inbox reserved for positive feedback only. And like I said, she's also a type three, so she knows what she needs and she makes sure that she meets her own need. As humans, our tendency is to focus on the negative, but that doesn't mean it's a good idea. Now it is good to read critical or negative feedback and then implement it as needed, but it should not ruin our day or our week or become a wound. It should become a source of growth, an opportunity for change. And then we should go back and read positive reviews because that's just a healthy thing to do. Okay guys, are you excited to find out what your Enneagram type is? I really would love to know what your types are. So what you need to do is go take the free Enneagram test that I have linked in the show notes for this episode Or if you want, you can just go straight to enneaapp.com, and that is spelled E-N-N-E-A-A-P-P.com, Eniaapp.com. It's free, it's accurate, which is super important. You don't want to take a test that is not accurate because you'll be very confused. But go figure out what your type is, and then figure out how it is either helping or hindering your business. Until next time, guys, keep your marketing simple and your message clear. Thanks for listening. Visit us at thekateshowpodcast.com where we empower home professionals with marketing confidence.